boys and girls, and welcome to Treasures from the Bible. I'm Peanut, and today we're going to discuss the importance of examining ourselves to see if we are really a child of God. This is true for all of us, regardless of our age. So grab your Bible and a friend and come on and join us. Rudy was walking very slowly down Anxiety Lane in New Garden. He was very worried about his relationship with God. Two hours ago, he was reading Luke 3, 7b, which says, O generation of vipers, who hath warned you to flee from the wrath to come? As soon as these words entered into Rudy's mind, terror seized upon him. Rudy decided to take a long walk in order to think more about this subject that was troubling him so much. I don't know what to do. I have to first get this anxiety under control. After all, doesn't Jesus say in, in Matthew 6:27, which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto a stature? All this worrying is not helping me, and it's making things worse. And doesn't Christ command in Philippians 4, 6, be careful or anxious for nothing? But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God? And doesn't he promise in verse 7, And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus? While Rudy was walking down Anxiety Lane, Peanut was traveling up towards Rudy on Downing Drive. Peanut had a rough day. She seemed to be noticing a lot of sin in her life today and was doubting her salvation. Earlier, she was reading 1 John 3, 5, which says, And ye know that he was manifested to take away our sins, and in him is no sin. Peanut was fully convinced in her own mind of the truth that Jesus took away all the sins of God's elect. But she doubted whether or not Christ died for her sins. This doubting is driving me crazy, and it's making me feel so tired. Oh, Father, help me. I have no strength. Oh, God, am I your child? Did Christ die for me? Am I a child of Satan? Have I deceived myself into thinking that I am saved when I'm really not? Isn't it true that I have no desire to walk in wickedness, and yet I do? Doesn't my soul want to depart from iniquity? And doesn't the Bible say in 2 Timothy 2, verse 19b, Let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity? I have a desire to depart from iniquity. Does that mean that I have become saved? And isn't it true that if I have become saved, then Jesus has taken away all of my sins? Am I being honest with myself? Search me, O God. Cause me to speak truth in my heart. As Peanut was traveling up on Doubting Drive, 
Joey was coming from the east on King's Crossing towards the west. Over the past few months, Joey read 1st and 2nd Samuel, 1st and 2nd Kings, and 1st and 2nd Chronicles. At breakfast time earlier in the day, he was re-reading about the life of King Josiah. There was one verse that leaped right out of the Bible into his heart, 2nd Kings 23:25, which said, And like unto him was there no king before him that turned to the Lord with all his heart and with all his soul and with all his might, according to all the law of Moses, neither after him arose there any like him. After reading this verse about ten times, Joey decided to take a walk on King's Crossing. He longed to be like King Josiah, a man whom God caused to turn unto him with all his heart and with all his soul and with all his might. O oh God, I beg of thee, make my heart to seek thy face like King Josiah. Cause me to put away every evil way from before mine eyes. Cause me to bring every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. Make me a doer of thy word and not a hearer only. Make me to hate pride, lying, corrupt words, and laziness. I pray that I would walk as King David. I pray that you'd make me like King Hezekiah and like King Josiah. Cause me to do that which is right in your eyes. I don't want to do that which is evil in your sight, Lord. Grant me a new heart and a new soul that cannot commit sin, because it is born of God. As 1 John 3, 9 teaches, Whosoever is born of God doth not commit sin, for his seed remaineth in him, and he cannot sin because he is born of God. Lizzie was walking from the west on Proud Way going east, heading towards Joey. Lizzie was so angry with herself. She was furious with rage because of her own pride. As she walked on Proud Way, she remembered the verse that says, Everyone that is proud in heart is an abomination to the Lord. Though hand join in hand, he shall not be unpunished. As Lizzie pondered upon this verse, she trembled with a dreadful trembling within. She was so afraid of God that she began to quiver like an earthquake. 1 John 2 verse 16 For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, and the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. Those words are too frightening to even think about. I know that my heart is full of pride, and I know that I have been proud in heart. What shall I do? O oh God, help me. O oh God, be merciful to me, a sinner. Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean from all of mine iniquities. Wash me, Lord Jesus, lest I perish. O oh God, am I an abomination unto thee? Mr. and Mrs. Matthews were sitting on a bench in the middle of Salvation Circle. He was reading the scripture in Isaiah 41-2 that says, Comfort ye, comfort ye my people, saith your God. Speak ye comfortably to Jerusalem, and cry unto her that her warfare is accomplished, that her iniquity is pardoned, for she hath received of the Lord's hand double for all her sins. They happened to look up and were amazed. Peanut was walking towards them from the south. Then they looked to the left and saw Joey, who was coming from the east. Then they veered their head and looked to the right and saw Lizzie, who was coming from the west. They also heard a sound of footsteps behind them, 
which caused them to turn around. Rudy was walking towards Mr. and Mrs. Matthews coming from the north. Mr. and Mrs. Matthews and all of the children were shocked at the sight of one another. No one had planned to meet in Salvation Circle, and yet, by the providence of God and the perfect will of God, the group of friends were brought together. What's going on here? Nothing. Did all of you plan this? No, I, I didn't expect to see anybody here today. I was just taking a walk. I can't believe that I accidentally ran into everybody here. Accidentally? I wouldn't call this an accident. I would call this providence. I would have to agree with you on this one, Peanut. So all of the children sat and talked with Mr. and Mrs. Matthews in the middle of Salvation Circle. Then there was a long moment of silence. Mr. Matthews noticed that each of their faces were changing. Rudy seemed anxious. Peanut appeared to be deep in thought. Joey looked hopeful. Mr. Matthews perceived Lizzie to be upset about something. He began to inquire of God whether he should say something or not. He decided to speak about what was on his mind. You know, I have been thinking about how important it is for every professing Christian to examine themselves as we learn from 2 Corinthians 13.5. Examine yourselves, whether ye be in the faith. Prove your own selves. Know ye not your own selves, how that Jesus Christ is in you, except ye be reprobates. In other words, we're to test our lives against the word of God to see if we are genuine Christians. As we test our lives according to the Bible, we may find that we have not become saved. If we find that we're not saved, what can we do? We must realize that salvation is of the Lord, Rudy, as Jonah 2.9 tells us. There are three requirements that must be fulfilled in order for anybody to become saved. First, we must be one of God's elect, which was predetermined before the foundation of the world, before any person ever did any good or evil by the will of God. Secondly, Christ had to have suffered hell in our place so that we could be set free from the wrath to come. Christ had to have washed all of our sins away so that we can stand sinless before the throne of God. Sin must be dealt with. It cannot be swept underneath a carpet. And thirdly, the Holy Spirit must make us alive. Even though we are spiritually dead in our sins, the Holy Spirit does this in God's perfect time by the Bible, which is the power of God unto salvation without the corrupt works of man. But I want to be saved right now, and I want to have full assurance of salvation right now. But Lizzie, we must wait upon God. God says in... I believe it's Lamentations 3, verse 26, it is good that a man should both hope and quietly wait for the salvation of the Lord. I think I need to read the Bible more. We all need to read the Bible more. In fact, I cannot emphasize how important it is for us to read God's Word. God commands us in Isaiah 34, 16, Seek ye out of the book of the Lord and read. A king in the Old Testament was commanded to read the law of God all the days of his life, that he might learn to fear the Lord. If we find that we have not yet become saved, can't we cry out to God for mercy? Yes, but that will not guarantee that God will save us. Remember, Rudy, salvation is in God's hand. 
not in the hands of men. But God in His great mercy allows us to cry out to Him for mercy with the hope that He might save us. We ought to approach God as the publican in Luke chapter 18 who said, God be merciful to me, a sinner. But isn't God a God full of wrath and judgment, Dad? Yes, indeed He is. But we must remember that God is also a God full of mercy, love, kindness, graciousness, and pity. He's slow to anger, ready to pardon, and full of compassion. I want to be like the good kings in the Old Testament, but I find that I am exceedingly sinful. We must remember that God took on our human nature as Jesus Christ in order to save sinners, to redeem sinners from all of their iniquities. But remember, sin only brings destruction. We ought to be praying to God for obedience, trying to keep the commandments of God. Our way will be prosperous and we will have good success if we will obey the voice of God. Those who are not saved have a great problem, and that is that they are headed for hell. Mankind needs a solution, and Jesus Christ is that solution. In Him there is salvation from our sins and from the wrath of God. Each of the children then left to go home as they had come, but they did so having been encouraged and strengthened by the Word of God. We hope that you too were blessed by God's Word today. If you have any questions or comments, or if you'd like a free audio CD of any of these programs, please write to Treasures from the Bible and Outreach of Bible Ministries International in Carroll Family Radio, Oakland, California, 94621 USA. Today's program is titled, Lord, Save Me. 
May God richly bless you with His salvation. Thanks for listening, and be sure and tune in next week when we'll learn something new from the Bible. Bye!